the college football experience, Indiana Hoosiers, 2023 season preview episode on the sports gambling podcast networks brought to you by circus sports. Yes. Circus sports is back with cert with their circus survivor and their circa millions contest. Oh, $14 million are up for grabs. Get on the details at circusports.com. Once again, that is circusports.com. And remember as always folks to let it ride. Hey everybody. Joe Thigh's been here. You're listening to S G P N. So do this. Let it ride. Twenty-three season preview episode. I'm excited, as always, to talk college football. That's all we do here as we continue to break down all 133 FBS college football teams with the solo podcast, like we do each and every year, folks. Perhaps you're new to the show and you're just listening. You're saying, "Who's this idiot yelling at you?" Well, <laughs> uh, look, my name is Colby Swigger Dantabase Dad, aka Pick. Done D. That's not a pick. This is a pick. He was raised in the land down under, where a man thinks on his feet, speaks with his fists, and lives by his wits. When Dundee happened, he was a superstar. I'm probably drinking too much and celebrating too much and not sleeping. I would have killed a normal man, but nah, nah, that's gone. The medical advice I got from that was. It was like being hit by lightning. Pretend it never happened and get on with your life. I want this pilot. I want, it's a matter of national security. It might be a matter of national security to make a bowl game this year, Patty C. <laughs> All right. For the Indiana Hoosiers. Well, uh, for, uh, for old Tom Allen's job, it might be a matter of job security. <laughs> Tom Allen. Raw, raw, raw. <laughs> what is that? Uh, <laughs> Home improvement. Home improvement. Yeah. It's Tim Allen, Tom Allen. Close enough. Yeah. I don't think I, I, it, this isn't uh just thinking Tom Arnold. I, I don't know. I don't know if this is official yet, but, uh, and I haven't done my deep dive on Tom Allen, but I don't believe he has shown Pamela Anderson his dick, but it's always possible. <laughs> <laughs> always possible. Right. All right. Anyone who's yeah. seen her probably has. So he was born in that, in that era. I right. feel like there's a high chance, actually, if we were to roll the dice. Uh, I am joined by my co-host. Give it up for former former JMU Duke defensive back, the burrito eating, sideline kiss stealing, wheeling and dealing, Patty C in the place to be. Hi, oh. let's get it going. Yeah, buddy. Yeah, buddy. Hoosiers. Antoine Randall L. Trent Green. You go on and on and on, buddy. All right, about the history of this proud Hoosier program, Patty C. Proud, you know. That's they are proud, and the fans are proud, but they don't have a lot of wins. 1945 national champions, where they were an undefeated season, folks at Indiana. I know you might not have 
own that as a national championship. Feel free to reach out to us. We are a publication over here at SGPN and TCE, and I will fill out whatever paper paperwork you want to deem you national champions back in forty five. So uh, uh, please hit me up, Patty C. Though we have, uh, you know, dating back to nineteen ninety five. You know, I guess we could count the COVID season, but in full football seasons since nineteen ninety five. Two winning seasons in that time frame. Let's talk about this for a second because you saw when the SEC had their own network with uh, ESPN and this influx of money came in, this giant influx of money, and you saw shitty programs historically, uh, or or at least of recent memory, like Ole Miss and Mississippi State, and I know Ole Miss has some. Decent historic years. Yeah, per- Ole Miss is okay, but usually worse than Dude, average. When yeah. I started watching college football, like they, they were, were bad. Yeah, yeah. And then Kentucky, Mississippi State was terrible. Yeah, Kentucky was terrible. Kentucky was terrible. And all of them, even South Carolina, you could throw in there too. They're bad. Yeah, and they, they have all came up because of the influx of money coming within the conference. So when you see a gigantic, an absolutely gigantic Big Ten uh, contract that's going to be bigger than any in college football right now. Yeah. Bigger than the SEC. Yes, it makes you wonder about programs like this or programs like uh, uh, like Rutgers or Minnesota or or because the fan base has always been there. The fan yeah. base, whether basketball, whether it's football, shit. I even feel like if it's baseball, they come out for it, right? Yeah. Um, it makes you wonder that like the Stoops hire at Kentucky changed everything. The Mullen hire slash Leach hire, and that's a, another thing is the amount of money they can throw at coaches yeah. because of that. To a get them in the door and then Lane B, Kiffin at Ole Miss, there. yeah. yeah. Um, it makes you wonder. Obviously, it's a pivotal year for Tom Allen. A lot of people say he's got to make a bowl game or he's fired. Um, not that we're wishing for the unemployment of Tom Allen, um, but uh, you got to wonder well, it, it, if they could throw a bunch of money at a, at a Dave Clawson, at a Mike Elko, at a Paul Christ or Jim Leonard or Bronco Mendenhall, or one that you mentioned before the uh, podcast that I thought was amazing at an urban Meyer. Yes. Or a Phil Longo who knows, but uh, yeah, I mean, obviously that dude, if they have that much money, why wouldn't urban Meyer take that? He wants to get probably back into the college. Landscape. If he wanted to get back in there, although he is saying adamantly that he is done for well, you always play that game. Yeah. You play that game. But I mean, let's, let's be honest with ourselves. Uh, uh, Indiana fans has Tom Allen, you know, how is he doing? I think relative to his predecessors, he's just as good or better than most of them dating all the way back to, uh, you know, even bill Mallory may not have a higher win percentage. I'd have to pull up the, the, the win percentages here, but uh, Tom Allen doing okay. But yeah. man, when look, look, I'm not coming for Tom, but at the same time, uh, their wins last year, they were very close to being winless. <laughs> so they beat Illinois in the opener 23, 20. Yeah. That was a crazy game that came down to the final couple of plays. They beat Idaho in the FCS by 13, and this game was in pouring rain, right? Yeah. I would say then that that's, they were close to being 1 and 11. Because okay. it sounds like. But that was had. a game. I was watching that. Was that it? was a close game for a while, right? Well, only the database was watching yeah. Indiana and Idaho go Watch at it. Watch out for the Vandals, man. Uh, then I, I'm adamant they should have lost this game. Western Kentucky, they beat them in overtime. They, the game should have had no business going to overtime. I thought Western Kentucky was the better team. And then they have a double overtime win against Michigan State, thirty-nine, thirty-one. 
and that's their season. So four relatively close games. Um, Couple close losses though. True, true. It depends on how you look at it. They almost beat Maryland. They lose by five to Maryland. Lose by seven at Rutgers, and 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 that's it. <laughs> even even look if for Purdue being the Big Ten West champions uh, last year. Keeping that game within fourteen is is a respectable performance. There, I know Indiana fans aren't happy about that, but let's be honest. And speaking of the Big Ten West, they are in the Big Ten East, Indiana, and that's gonna well, go that, away. That's what's great. I think this gigantic paycheck's coming, and then next year you will not be in the East. Yeah, you won't be playing Michigan, Penn State, Ohio State, and Michigan State every single year. Yeah, so it's gonna help tremendously. Because what's the difference between the Indiana and an Illinois and a Iowa and a Purdue? I would say right now Minnesota. it's just the head coaches, I mean, and that's not a shout out to Tom Allen. I just feel like Brett Bielma and, and like Kirk Ferentz and PJ Fleck are a little bit. Of a I think it's level. a head coaching, but I think what allows them to go out and routinely get head coaches are they have a winning culture, and they have a winning culture because they're not playing those four teams every single True. year. You're probably right. Probably right, but uh, yeah, it's good. We're gonna talk all about it, Patty C. We're gonna talk. We're gonna go transfer portal, offense, defense, special teams. We're gonna go game by game on the schedule after that, and then we're gonna have Michael Barker come on to talk about his experiences down to Bloomington. But before we do all that, I want to tell you that the Indiana Hoosiers 2023 season preview episode on the college football experiences brought to you by Circa Millions and the Circa Survivor, AKA Circa Sports. Yes, Circa Million and the Circa Survivor are back. $14 million in guaranteed prizes are up for grabs. And the Circa Millions, let me tell you folks, five NFL picks, ATS again, you know, each and every week. That's that contest. There's also the Circa Survivor where you just pick a different money line winner each and every week. You can never use the same team twice, but it's fantastic. Enter in uh, Vegas, play from anywhere. Uh, and the SGPN crew will be out there the last weekend in August. So if you're out there, please say hello to us or hit us up. Uh, CircusSports.com for all the details. Once again, CircusSports.com for all of the details. What would you do with uh, $14 million, Patty C? Would you? Would you try to? Who would you hire? Honestly, I'd hire Bob Knight. Oh, I'd bring Bob Knight back. <laughs> Get him put, some stem cells. Yeah, that's right. He's like fucking ninety years old. <laughs> Wait, right? wasn't uh who who is it? P- uh, Parcells was a uh, was on the bas- was a basketball coach or one of these. Yeah, two. Bobby Knight and Bill Parcells at Army and Coach K, right? Yeah, Coach K was a player. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, fascinating. If you can get by, if Bill, Bill by Parcells, Bill Parcells to coach was the assistant basketball coach. Then you can to get Bob Knight, Knight to Gotta be a football love coach. Gotta go. love it. Uh, so look, check out circusports.com for all the details. Once again, circusports.com. All right, we are back on the college football experience. Indiana Hoosiers. Who? Who? Who are they gonna be this year, Patty? See, let's dive into it because the portal such a big deal. In uh, college football in 2023, so uh, departing Jack Tuttle's quarterback. He's now a Michigan Wolverine. Ouch! Mm, mm, mm. Ouch! Tuttle uh, originally was at Utah. It's a big recruit that didn't. I don't know. He's having a hard time finding his footing. But hey, he's gone. He says I'm out of here. Uh, also, running back Christian Peach Pekak. I don't know how to pronounce his name. He's in the portal. Um, uh, Pacheco was it? Yeah, Pacheco. Uh, kicker Charles Campbell heads to the Tennessee Vols. Says I'm out of here. Uh, quarterback Grant Gremmel in the portal. Quarterback Connell Basilak 
heads to Bowling Green, formerly of he was at Missouri. He's going for four, four teams in four years. Uh, <laughs> Maybe addition by subtraction. He was decent, but. I actually was more impressed with him at Missouri than I was at Indiana. He didn't look very great to 13 me. Thirteen touchdowns, ten picks. Bye. Yeah, running back Brett Wethington, portal. Uh, tight end AJ Barner, four-star transfer portal ranking. He heads to the Michigan Wolverines. <laughs> I mean, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I mean, I mean, they're in the same division. They're in the same division. Could go anywhere. You got to go to just a, a border bordering on? state. The hell's going on? A slap in the, in the face. Uh, linebacker Desan McCullough, four star. Oklahoma Sooners came calling. He's gone. Patty yeah. C. Tough to compete when these these big boys come calling. They landed this. He was a four star at a high school. They had landed him. They hey, things are working out in Bloomington. Boom, gone to Norman, Oklahoma. Yeah, the, the farm. Like what system. really is the difference? I understand the history. But they're both in the middle of nowhere, right? Oklahoma and Indiana. Yeah. yeah, no. The more I think about that in the last couple minutes since we said it, like Indiana, really, there is nothing that separates them from the likes of an Iowa except having to yeah, play. They have a passionate fans too. Like, like imagine, like, the, like sometimes if they're a, a school that doesn't have the fan base, so you're like, well, they got to get fan buy-in. No, yeah. they have fan buy-in. Right. And now they're getting a bunch of money. And they're going to be playing less powerhouses. Yeah. All of a sudden, maybe they're like a consistent seven, eight win team, and then oh. Indiana football is a thing. They got a great basketball program. Yeah. They got a get great football program. Indiana. Let's go. Let's go. And Indianapolis is bigger than most, like, you know, what? I, I guess St. Well, Paul. You're bordering states. You got Illinois, right? Yeah. Illinois has got Chicago. So, you know, they're they, saying you border Ohio, you border Kentucky. Oh, yeah. There's plenty of talent all, all yeah, around. Missouri, too. right? That's true. If, it, if yeah. the bordering talent isn't scared to come to you, if you're not a black hole to, for them, then maybe you start to get some of that. Yeah. So uh, I know that we're derailing here. The portal. Christopher Keys was a cornerback for the Hoosiers. He left for Hale State, Mississippi State, in the SEC. Uh, offensive lineman Randy Holtz. No, I don't believe any relation to Skipper Lou. Uh, he's in the portal. Cornerback Lem Watley Neely is a Kent State Golden Flash. Wide receiver Malachi Holt Bennett is down with Trent Dilfer at UAB. Defensive end Richard Thomas goes to FAU. The Owls, who, who, who have a brand new head coach in Tom Herman. Uh, running back Charlie Spiegel heads to Ball State, trying to be uh, Carson Steele 2.0. <laughs> Go listen to our Carson Steele episode. Former Mister uh, State of Indiana. Uh, there we go. So, Beloved in the hearts of all Hoosiers. Yes, yes. We just had him on the show uh, on the Sports Gambling Podcast. Check that out. Uh, Patty, see, they also lost wide receiver McCall Roy to the portal. Also, offensive tackle Luke Wigginton to Ball State as well down there in Muncie. Wide receiver Javon Swinton heads to Eastern Michigan and Ypsilanti. <laughs> wide receiver Emery Simmons heads to the Utah Utes. Cornerback Brian Lanier is in the portal. Defensive lineman Cio Nofogato Toto is uh, in the portal to Arizona, the Wildcats. Nice. Safety Dylan McCullough, the second, is in the portal. Off the tackle Chris Bradbury in the portal. Uh, former four-star recruit out of high school cornerback Travell Mullen is in uh, is over in Harrisonburg, JMU. Where he's going to be a defensive back. Uh, another former four-star, Patty C. Go, you know. In our eyes, again, another powerhouse comes calling. You can't keep these four stars. There you wrong. go. You yeah. cannot. So now let's talk about what's incoming. That's a lot of guys that left. Incoming defensive end Anthony Jones from the Oregon Ducks. Offensive tackle Noah 
Boltikoff from TCU. Uh, defensive end from the Southern Jaguars, Trey Lanning. Or laying. Yeah. Uh, defensive lineman Robbie Harrison from Arizona State comes into Indiana. Tight end Brady Archer from the Stanford Cardinals to the Indiana Hoosiers. Quarterback uh, Taven Jackson, who's penciled to be their starter from the Tennessee Vols. So they gave Tennessee their kicker. That's a great trade for, for Taven Jackson at the quarterback position. <laughs> Yeah, uh, he apparently what had three three games that he played in, but maintained his uh, red shirt. And he's got four years of eligibility left. Hello. Um, also, linebacker Lanell Carr from West Virginia comes over to the Hoosiers. Linebacker Joshua Rudolph from Austin P comes over to the Hoosiers. Austin P had a decent defense a season ago. Uh, linebacker Daryl Miner from the UTEP Miners comes over there. to uh, the Indiana Hoosiers. Defensive lineman Philip Bleedy. Uh, from Texas Tech to the Indiana Hoosiers. Nice. Uh, defense alignment Carl Biddings. Carl Biddings from Louisville to the Indiana Hoosiers. Uh, they play the Indiana Hoosiers or Louisville Cardinals, so he gets revenge uh, this year. Defense alignment Marcus Burris from Texas A&M comes over to the Indiana Hoosiers. Patty C. Cornerback Jameer Johnson from the Texas Longhorns comes over to the Indiana Hoosiers. Stanford linebacker Jacob Mangum Farrar comes over to the Indiana Hoosiers. This is a fucking long list. EJ Williams, wide receiver from the Clemson Tigers, comes over to the Indiana Hoosiers. Running back Christian Turner from Wake Forest, who, if you, EJ Williams, I knew him from Clemson. Christian Turner was a stud at Wake Forest. What, a thousand rushing yards over two years? He comes over to the Indiana Hoosiers. Uh, Defensive lineman Andre Carter, also four star in the transfer portal from the Western Michigan Broncos to the Indiana Hoosiers. Uh, cornerback Nicholas Toomer from the Stanford Cardinals to the Indiana Hoosiers, the third Cardinal they've stolen. <laughs> uh, Carter, a wide receiver from New Mexico Lobos, also comes over to Indiana. UMass offense tackle Max Longman uh, jumps on over to Indiana. They also get a Juco offensive lineman and Josh Witt coming in. Jeez, oh, flip. And that is everything. Fuck. What's happening? <laughs> No, uh, you're getting rated. We did this five, six years ago. It was like two players we would name. <laughs> it's just like it's a this is like chaos. Yeah. Organized confusion. Um I think they won the portal because they landed their fucking quarterback, but I mean they did get hit. They lost some guys that obviously, you know, McCullough, the linebacker, they lost uh, the other defensive back to JMU. So they lost some guys, but at the same uh, the tight end to to Michigan, but bringing in uh Jackson. Huge. I mean, if you get your and, starting and quarterback, you're, you're the running back from Wake. Uh, yeah, I mean, he's had higher production than either of their backs that are coming in that were backups last year. What are those? Um, uh, Henderson and Jalen Lucas. Although Jalen Lucas clearly uh, a big play threat. I want to say, let me let me pull up the national stats. It's funny this team only has a great you know top twenty national leaders in punting and kick returning, which means. Uh, they can't get it done on offense, <laughs> so they have to punt, and they can't get it on defense, so they're returning a lot of kicks. But uh, Jalen Lucas is back, and he is one of the leading, uh, who's the 14th in the nation in kick return yardage last year, six in yards per return, and the only guy in the whole nation with two touchdown returns uh, on kickoffs. Um, the punter was, uh, who was that, Evans? Yeah. He's back. Um, James Evans. Um, so, I mean, Let's talk about it a little bit because uh, second year OC is Walt Bell. Oh man, <laughs> former UMass head coach when they were getting the tar kicked out of them. Um, 
not the biggest fan over here of uh, of that. But look, this offense <laughs> two a year and twenty three all time head coaching yeah. record. Not the biggest. So uh, scoring offense ninety eighth a year ago. Rush offense one hundred eleventh. Pass offense eighty sixth. Total offense one hundred ninth. Patty C. Mm. Now room for improvement. Yeah, uh, I know they had injuries at the quarterback position, and maybe that maybe there's something there with that. But uh, you look back and you got five star- five returning starters on offense. Now and it, what's crazy is I don't even see. So Jackson's going to be the starting guy at the, at the quarterback spot. From what I'm hearing, yeah. At the running back spot, you honestly have four guys that I don't see Turner penciled in as a starter. I see Josh Who's Henderson, the, uh, Bre- Brennan Soresby is the other guy that's uh, competing for the starting quarterback job. Three completion, three of six last year for eight yards. So not not a big resume to compare there. Well, and then like the running back spot, it's like you have Henderson, you got Christian Turner, you got Jalen Lucas, you got Samson James, you got four guys that. I mean, if anything, the backfield's pretty deep. Yeah, and it seems um, like they have a, a bit of a backfield. Wide receiver position: Dequus Carter is is the transfer coming in that uh, is penciled in to be a starter. Besides that, they return Anderson Kobe. Uh, Cam Camper is Cam Camper is leading back. receiver, forty six receptions, five hundred sixty nine yards. They have a four star recruit that's just, just sitting on the bench. I'm drawing a blank on his name. EJ Williams is coming in from Clemson. What's the four star kid's name? Uh, wide out. Omar Cooper Jr. Yeah, Omar Cooper Jr. Got a couple kick there. returns last yeah. year, but no no catches. Um, the tight end position, obviously, they get hit when they lose Barner, but uh, they, they're penciled in for Aaron Steinfeld or Steinfett. I don't know. Uh, Offensive line just returning two starters. And that is, uh, I mean, center Zach Carpenter, uh, who was originally a Michigan guy, and right tackle Matthew Bedford. I'm also seeing uh, Matt Caddick. Oh, yeah, you're right. Three, I'm sorry. Uh, left guard Matt Caddick is back. So, yeah, three of five. My apologies. Well, and depending uh, on the publication, you know, so. so you never know what what's considered a starter because yeah, you got, if you got three starts from a year ago. Well, you just started last right. year, you know. Yeah, exactly. Tough to say. I mean, uh, we need to go and find uh, overall snaps, returning starter snaps uh, from last year. Yeah. But, um, either way, two of five or three of five. At least you're not you know coming in with a completely empty cover there on the offensive front. Now on the defensive side of the ball, they have a new co-DC Matt Guerreri. He was the DC at Duke from 2018 to 2021 and was a def- defensive analyst at Ohio State a season ago. Uh, him and co DC Chad Witt. Wilt. Wilt, I'm yep. sorry. Wilt. Um, uh, a lot of defensive coordinators these days that, that, I'm sorry, a lot of teams with two defensive coordinators these days. Um, Makes it a lot harder to analyze like the job that a particular guy is doing. It does. And, and the defensive line is completely new, but doesn't mean they're not good because they bring in that four-star Andre Carter from Western Michigan. That was a four, not a four-star out of high school. I'm talking a four-star in the transfer portal. They also bring in Philip bleedy um, from Texas tech. They got the Louisville transfer coming in and in, uh, on the defensive line and a West Virginia train. They, they have guys coming in that potentially have had starts before, but brand new at, at uh, the, no one started a year ago for the Indiana Hoosiers. As far as I can tell and in, in, uh, in what, uh, on the defensive line, on the defensive yeah. line, I think, uh, yeah, yeah, I think you're right. 
They only have three defensive starters from a year ago back, and that is middle linebacker Aaron Casey. Uh, then, then you have the Aaron Casey, leading tackler, and a ten and a half tackles for loss. So that is, you know, fortunately the centerpiece of their defense. They're getting back there. I mean, if there's one thing, this is why I would say they won the transfer portal. Is these guys are projected starters, like the Stanford transfer Jacob Mangum Farrar, penciled in to be a starter day one. You know what I mean? So also they have uh, Noah Pierre. He's back. But yeah, some of those portal guys, uh, like Jameer Johnson at the corner spot, like they added a lot of starters that are penciled in from the portal to be starting day one. Hey, you know what I mean? You like, got to plug and play. McCullough was a, uh, you know, like we said, four star sack, four sacks last year led the team. He's gone. He's at Oklahoma. Portal, so yeah. now you got to plug that in. They're doing a good job. So uh, they they breaking in a brand new kicker, a freshman kicker. That's for a team to play uh, in a decent amount of close games. That's never a great thing to think about. But uh, punter James Evans is back, as you alluded to earlier. Ooh, uh, real quick, defensively, Noah Pierre uh, was one of the nation's leaders in forces fumbled uh, f- uh, fumbles forced uh, at the husky position. I don't know what that is. Husky linebacker. <laughs> yeah, he's a, a husky boy, Noah Pierre. <laughs> but kicking wise, uh, you said what now? They have a freshman kicker. Mm. That's a little. That's always, you know, maybe he's maybe he's a stud, but it's going to be a difference maker. Uh, we'll see how he performs. But getting, you know, one of the nation's leading punters back, helpful. <laughs> I'll tell you this. I, I, the more I, I was doing my homework on this team, the more I think they really won the portal. When you see that many starters. Yeah. You know, it's like, okay, okay. Talk, you're talking me into it. Maybe Tom Allen can, he's got some hat tricks and he's going to, uh, you know, figure out a way to get bowling and get an extension. There you go. Get some of that new Big Ten blood I mean, money. It really hasn't been that far most of the time. Five and seven his first two years. Then he went bowling two years in a row, eight and five, six and two. And then two and 10, but four and eight, an improvement. Can he get it all the way back up to bowl? Contention yeah. this year. Yeah, I mean it's it's a big year. We're gonna talk all about it. We're gonna go game by game on the schedule. But first I want to tell you that we're brought to you by Underdog Fantasy. Yes, best ball mania is here, and Underdog Fantasy is giving away fifteen million dollars in prizes. Underdog pickup is a great way to get down on your favorite MLB and NFL season player props. Also, when when the college football season comes to kick around, uh, you know they're gonna have some. I, I mention it each and every year. So there's so many ways to win over an underdog, and underdogs available in so many different states. Head over to underdogfantasy.com. Use that promo code SGPN for 100% deposit bonus up to $100. That's underdogfantasy.com. Promo code SGPN. All right, Patty. See, it's the t- look. Hopefully, you're on YouTube watching this thing. YouTube.com/slash The College Experience. Subscribe over there, but also wherever you get podcasts at iTunes, Spotify. We're there. We host the College Football Experience. We host the FCS College Football Experience. Two separate podcasts. We host the College Basketball Experience. Obviously, Trace Jackson Davis gone, but Mike Woodson doing a great job there. Uh, reason for excitement. Yeah, reason for excitement with the way he's been recruiting. Also the college baseball experience. We come together as one on YouTube, youtube.com slash the college experience. But when college basketball season comes, I'll be here every single night of the season. So Indiana Hoosier fans, check us out, subscribe to the college basketball experience as well. But if you're watching on YouTube right now, you'll see shout out to cam Kerr, our graphics guy, the win total sitting at three and a half wins. Patty see they won four a year ago. It wasn't easy. Like I said, they had three of those four wins were one score games, but let's hop into it. It's the name of the game. Blindly, blindly, you would say over, right? Or, or under just without looking at the schedule blindly, probably right on it. 
thereabouts. Okay. Yeah. Well, week one, I would say if you wanted, if there was any time you'd want to face Ohio State, it's probably week one when they're breaking in a, a brand new quarterback. Yeah. And replacing some key guys. Um, you get him in Bloomington. They lose their OC Kevin Wilson, who I know Indiana's familiar with. He's now at the Tulsa Golden Hurricane. So, in Bloomington, Indiana, CBS brand new. The, the, they're going to be playing the new music for the Big Ten. Oh wow! Everyone thinks that's SEC music. They don't realize that uh, that was that's, they, that's college football they, music. Yeah, they, that, they play it for Army Navy, and, and they've been playing that for back in the day in the Big Eight. Um, SEC's just been lucky enough to have it, but now the yeah. Big Ten gets that now, glorious now song. Yeah, switches over to the Big Ten. Patty C, you calling for an upset here? Um, I mean, uh, maybe they upset the spread here. The spread is 28. I think I saw, right? Mm, that sounds about right. <laughs> uh, but we'll see if there are some kinks at the quarterback position that need to get worked out. If I'm Indiana, I'm throwing some exotic defenses at Ohio state's quarterback early and uh, seeing if I can't, you know, get him flustered and maybe find you s- yourself in the game somewhere in the second or third quarter. And then whatever, start throwing trick plays. So oh and one, oh and one. <laughs> <laughs> Now the Sycamores of Indiana State, mm. little brother. Shout out to Indiana State because they played them in Ball State back to back. I like that scheduling by the Sycamores. <laughs> yeah, Larry Bird's alma mater. Oh, he was a Hoosier for a year, and he said Bob Knight. Man. He told Bob Knight to go fuck himself, and then imagine he jumped though, down to imagine if Indiana had Larry Larry Bird. But it's yeah. it's better that he went to the Sycamores because that's even more small town yeah. Indiana. Yeah. Uh, Patty C, I got him two and zero. That's a Friday night game. Love, love the weekday college uh, football games. So uh, two and zero. I'm sorry, one and one. One and one. One and one. What was Indiana uh, State last? They were not very good. Not very good. Not very good. I think they were like four and seven or two and nine. They were Mm -hmm. two and nine. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, now you get this game. This is a stupid one of these stupid NFL games that they keep (laughs) trying to force on us. We don't want the NFL. We want college football. All right. I suppose this is a game in which uh, both teams are kind of this halfway is a between. Game. This is a oh, stupid actually, game. Louisville and Bloomington, Indianapolis is further away than both of them. This is a stupid game. I'm just going to be honest. Yeah. All right. Play this on campus. We don't want to see this shit at that terrible stadium, Lucas Oil. All yeah. right. Yeah. Um. It, 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 like the only reason you could ever like have for that is oh it's a special environment for a big game. These no, teams don't have that yeah. like clout to be playing yeah. in a big neutral site game like this. Uh, Louisville's going to beat them. I got them uh, one and two. Yeah. All right, now watch out. Circle this one, Patty C, because I think the Akron Zips are going to be much improved. We've been Watch hearing out. this, this Watch Joe out. Moorhead nonsense. Watch out, buddy! It's a uh, offensive uh, mastermind versus. Would you call Tom Allen a defensive mastermind? Let's go there. Let's go. All right. Uh, I'll give it to Indiana right now, but watch out! I see this one as a potential closer game than you think. Well, they played the likes of Michigan State last year and lost. That was game two, fifty-two to system. nothing. Then they played Tennessee. They lost sixty-three to six. They got a five-star running back now. I would say Power Five competition has proven to be pretty difficult for Akron. I am riding with the Hoosiers. Uh, I'm telling you, that would be it. that'll that'll be give me Akron in the points though. Uh, <laughs> so two and two, and now they had this is a huge game. I think if you're going to go bowling. You got to win this game. It's a must win. At whatever they're calling the stadium now, 
It's in College Park, Maryland. Uh, SECU Stadium. Stupid. Uh, Patty C, Indiana at Maryland. Tolia Televoa is back for the Terrapins. They was a one score game a year ago. That was in Bloomington. I got to take Maryland. Got to go Maryland. I feel like Maryland's going in the right direction these days. So. I, I think it's a winnable game for Indiana, but yeah, yeah. No, if if, if Indiana plays well and uh, they're better than we anticipate, but young, inexperienced roster going on the road seems like a close loss here. Yeah. So then they get a bye week. So at the bye week, we got them at two and three, both yeah. of us. The win total is three and a half. All they need is two wins. They head out of the bye week to the big house. Take out Jim Harbaugh and the Michigan Wolverines. They will lose this game. Well, let me tell you what Michigan will have just come out of a back-to-back road at Nebraska and at Minnesota. And I'm pretty sure Minnesota is going to be up for that game. Yeah. Um, especially if it's a night game. And then the following week, they have a road trip to Michigan state. So as far as, you know, trap game, look ahead spot, this, this constitutes that maybe Indiana takes advantage in the big house. Uh, Illinois was able to keep it close against Michigan last year. I don't think Indiana will though. <laughs> they lose by 40. Yeah. So two and four and now homecoming in Bloomington Saturday, October 21st, the Rutgers Scarlet Knights and the golden Guido, Greg Schiano coming to town. <laughs> big game. This is a tough sandwich spot though, man. Because you got at Michigan, then at Penn State in between this game. It's homecoming, though. I'm calling for Rutgers. On for the Knights. What did they do last year in this game? Uh, what was a they one lost score by game? seven in Piscataway. Um, revenge on the mind this for anyone's game. I'm giving it to Rutgers too. So that puts them at what two and. Five. five. Then they head to Beaver Stadium to take on Penn State. Two and six. They get slapped. Now they come home to take on the Dairy Raid offense and the Wisconsin Badgers running the air raid now. They get slapped. I don't I'm not feel we, very confident. We don't know on that, what, but like how this is gonna work for I, yeah, Wisconsin. Yeah. yeah. I'll Wisconsin's say this is just more talented. I'll say this in a second. Okay, but Let's just move forward. They head now after that to uh, Champagne to take on Brett Bielma and the Fighting Illini. I have the Illini winning. Petty, see you. Uh, yeah, I mean they, That's they a were brutal back end of the schedule here. Definitely better, but let's not act like Illinois isn't you know vulnerable. A, yeah. yeah, patch up. Uh, you know Chase Brown was, but the their quarterback play is going to get better with, with Mordecai. Or uh, no, not Mordecai. Mordecai's at, Mordecai's uh, at Wisconsin. Wisconsin. Yeah, uh, Hold on, who'd they get? They got another guy. I'm drawing a blank. Fuck, man, I'm drawing a blank on it too. Uh, yeah. Wait, the guy from Altmeyer, Luke Altmeyer. Okay. Yeah, from Ole Miss. And then Iowa got the guy from Michigan. Yeah, McNamara. Gotcha. So I think they're they'll probably be better at quarterback this year at Illinois, but the run game might take a hit. Which is the centerpiece of their team. We'll see how their defense does I'm without still taking uh, the, the defensive coordinator. Uh, is yeah. the uh, is the Purdue head coach is Ryan Purdue Walters? That's yeah. right. So that was a big part of that. Yeah, I'm taking the Illini too, but that that's a big one. That's a big one. All right, and now Michigan State comes to town. I'm going to say this: between Wisconsin, Michigan State, and Rutgers, they're going to win one of those. I think you're right. So let's give them that win. And then the season finale at Rosades uh, at Rosades Stadium. Uh, Purdue Boilermakers. New coach. 
they could have fired by Allen by now. That's true. Give me Purdue to win this. Yeah. I'm, on, I'm on the under and the three and nine. It's not that far removed from you know, two and eight. Build two me, years build ago, me a case. Four and eight or build, two and what, build 10? me a case on them making a bowl game. Uh, Indiana State, Akron, Maryland. They pull the upset Louisville? at College Park. I don't think they could. Louisville's like a fucking home game. It's in uh, Indianapolis. I just feel like they won eight games a season ago and they get a better head coach now. Year one head coach. You're so high on Louisville. That is a potential win. That's me building you a case right there. Uh, right there. But okay. Okay. So we'll, we'll say Louisville is not possible. Well, between Louisville and Maryland, I don't think they get both. Yeah. Say one in the so, so three so, wins in the first four, five games. Okay. So it's three and five. And then you get the Rutgers, Rutgers. game four. You pull an upset against somebody. Illinois. And then, yeah. And then you beat Michigan State. And, and then that's you beat six. Michigan State. Yeah. It's going to be exciting to watch. All right. Patty C, let me ask you this. Will Tom Homer, next year when we're doing this preview? Will Tom Herman be the, uh, Tom Herman? Will uh, Tom Allen be the uh, head coach of Tom Indiana? Allen will be out and there will be a new head man in Bloomington. Can you make a quick prediction on who that'll be? <laughs> See if you can hit this. We'll, we'll tout this all day. Uh, if I pull this out of my arse, um, we're going to go with uh, Phil Longo. Phil Longo. Phil Longo. They go with the offensive movement. All right. Yep. All right, folks. Well, uh, look, I'm on the under. Patty C is on the under. But before we get out of here, I had the opportunity to sit down with Michael Barker, AKA uh, College Football Campus Tour on Twitter. If you haven't followed his account, it's fantastic. You should. Uh, and and we got him to talk about his experiences to uh, to Bloomington uh, to catch the uh, the Hoosier game. So, uh, without any further ado, here's that interview. Joining me on the college football experience, Indiana Hoosiers 2023 season preview episode is, well, someone you should be following because when college football season comes around, yeah, you don't even need it for college football season, just year round. It's a great follow, but especially during the college football season. Uh, he is known on Twitter as CFB Campus Tour. Uh, AKA Michael Barker. Michael, I appreciate you jumping on the show and talking a little bit about. Indiana football in Memorial Stadium, and how you doing, man? I'm doing great, and uh, you know we love anything named a Memorial Stadium, and, and this one's about Indiana, so I'm excited to talk about it. Yeah, so so Michael goes to like five, six, seven games a week during the football season. He documents it all on his Twitter page. It is a must follow, folks. It is a must follow. You will enjoy it. Uh, it's educational. It's got everything. Photo of the game, all this good stuff. So. Uh, Michael, tell me about the history of another Memorial stadium within the big 10 down there in uh, Bloomington. Yeah. So this one was built in 1960 has a 52,000 capacity. Uh, the record crowd was in 1969, a game against Purdue in state big 10 rival. Uh, they have what's called Hep's rock. It's named after their former coach, Terry Hepner. It's a limestone boulder. They put in the end zone players touch it on the way to the field. Kind of a la Howard's rock. And, you know, we, we talk about Indiana historically. Uh, if you look at their crowds, it hasn't been full capacity. But in the last two years, 2021 and 2022, they have uh, filled Memorial Stadium to 89% capacity, which 52,000 people, you're getting very solid crowds. So I think they are trending upward and, and hopefully they can have a breakthrough even, even bigger this year. Yeah, that would be awesome. I mean, I've always wondered why they're not better considering the alumni, considering like the basketball 
team has a great fan base and you're just like, wait, you know, the state of Indiana, I know they'll say basketball state because of the movie Hoosiers, but I would argue it's a football state because you have Notre Dame there. You have the Indianapolis Colts who have great success lately. And uh, obviously you got Purdue and, and some other schools there. So uh, I, I think, uh, you know, it, it's a sleeping giant in, in, in one way. So um, tell me about your experiences though. Like how many times have you been to Memorial stadium? So I went there twice in 2019. Uh, once I, I just wanted to go to, it was uh, one of the first games against Ohio state. Uh, anytime you get to see Ohio state, uh, it's a great time. Uh, very talented roster. They, they ended up losing 34 to three Indiana. Uh, so it, it went as expected, but the second game I actually went to, I really enjoyed it. It was against Northwestern. It was part of a, a day night two for one with Purdue. And it's about two fifteen drive in between. And that game, they beat Northwestern 34 to three. So I got to see two blowouts opposite ends of the spectrum. And uh, I haven't been back there since 2019. I know they have a Friday night game week two against Indiana state. That's possible. But the good thing from a a game travelers perspective, uh, like you said, there's a lot of in-state schools, there's FCS schools right there. So there's always an opportunity for a two for one. And I've been there at night and during the day and they were both great experiences. That's awesome, man. And look, folks, he just went to, he's telling you a story, two games, one day. What's great about his Twitter page is it will document all of that. And sometimes it's more than that. He's, I think you've told me you've been to three games in a day before. Correct. That's true. Uh, last year, week 12, Gardner web, uh, wake forest and Charlotte all in one day. So whatever is possible, that's the first thing we're looking at. And you want to see big games like at Memorial stadium with a big opponent, but if you can get greedy and combine it with another, that's the best of both worlds. Folks. I don't even need to sell it anymore. If you love college football, you gotta be following Michael Barker at CFB Campus Tour on Twitter. Uh, Michael, I appreciate you hopping on the show and talking Indiana football and Memorial Stadium. And maybe one day I'll see you at the Great Memorial Stadium, man. We'll love it. Hopefully, uh, we can get it done. So, thank you for having me, Colby. Anytime, brother. Take care. All right, that was Michael Barker. Got to get out. I'm telling you, Sleeping Giants. They have the fan base. They have the fan Would base. Would love to see it. All right. Let's right. I fucking mean, go. For as much love as Notre Dame gets as being like heart and soul, you know, mid America football, Indiana gets overlooked. You take them out of the Big Ten East, you give them that money, yeah. and all of a sudden, Watch Indiana out. Watch out. is America's team. Watch out now, folks. And look, we have high optimism for the future of the Indiana program, despite me being on the under and Patty C being on the under. So, you know, it's take some be time. patient, be yeah. patient folks. This is the college football experience. Subscribe. Get, first off, give us a follow on Twitter at TCE on SGPN. Patty C's on Twitter at Patty C eight, three, one. I'm on Twitter at the Colby D give us a follow. And then obviously subscribe where, you know, youtube.com slash the college experience. You can watch this all season long football, basketball, baseball. You know, we got you covered. Uh, even some hockey. I think you'll get some big 10 hockey stuff in there too. Uh, so check out that. And uh, yeah, uh, also wherever podcasts can be found the college football experience, Spotify, iTunes, all that good stuff. Please, if you can give us a five-star review uh, and also uh, I mean the, the FCS college football experience, the college basketball experience, the college baseball experience, the sports gambling podcast. You got to check it all out folks. Get that SGPN app. It's free to download in the app store and Google play store. Uh, you get access to all of our, uh, you know, 
interviews, articles, all that good stuff. We just had Carson Steele on the show. We had Joe Theismann on the show the past week. So go check out those. And uh, we got obviously a bunch more Phil Steele. I know is going to be coming on the show. So Heck yeah. subscribe, tell a friend also come in the discord, talk a little big 10 football, some college football, whatever. Really could be fucking badminton. Uh, we got you covered sports gambling podcast.com <laughs> slash discord uh, folks. I'm on the under he's on the under, but Maybe we're wrong. All right. This is the college football experience. Indiana Hoosiers 2023 season preview episode. You better start thinking about yours. And we out of here. Run and shoot.